Um, well, hello. It is uh, the Sherman sisters and not the Countess, I am sad to say. But welcome to another episode of I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Ramona Singer. Oh, not Ramona. You chose Ramona. I you honest, broke Ramona. I uh, I think I have to do some self-work that that was my first thought and not uh, I'm Bethany Frankel. I'm Carol Radswell. I would like to believe that I'm a Carol, but really, I think I'm probably a Sonia. Oh, you are so a Sonia. Holy shit, you are. Yeah. I really do feel like I'm a Dorinda. Yeah, I think you're a Dorinda, too. <laughs> I, I think I, like, I in my uh, front brain, I'm like, take care of your friends. And then when I get drunk, I'm like, you're all garbage. <laughs> you're never a mean person I've, when you're I've drunk. I've never been a mean drunk. Uh, but, you know. An interesting you, drunk. Give you, you know, 35 years from now. We'll see. Uh, you know, if I had, like, a, a divorce and... Uh, a very sad passing of my rich husband, then absolutely I think I would mm-hmm. have a little bitterness. And if, you know, on top of all that, I had a nasty boyfriend and then my It's the nasty home, boyfriend for me. It's the nasty boyfriend for me. Uh, <laughs> my home burned down and my friends didn't... Uh, Ship you know, it. Yeah. On, like, justice for her. Honestly, justice for Dorinda. I, what a way to go out, girl. Yeah. So this is not a Real Housewives uh, podcast, although ask us about them. What was it that I told you I wanted to do, like, a deep dive into, like, their astrological signs or, oh, yeah. like, something like that? Oh, yeah. I, I'll tell you, I think, like, half the cast are Scorpios. I know that Bethany mm. is. That that checks out. Um, uh, I, I think Marona is... A not Sagitt- Marona. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ramona's a Sagittarius. Um, what is... What is Thonia? Or perhaps... Okay, hold on. Sonia was, if I recall, definitely an air sign. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Uh, Ramona is also a Scorpio. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Sonia Morgan. Uh, Isn't this Zodiac. fascinating? No, honestly, like, I would listen to this, like, definitely more than I would our own podcast. <laughs> um, Sonia is the Sagittarius, which is, I think, okay. why I feel like if I... If I were to pass and I had to, like, bequeath my husband to a real housewife, I think he would want Bethany. Can he mm. handle Bethany? I don't think two Sagittariuses should be together. Oh, no, I would agree with that, but Bethany is a Scorpio. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think he, I actually think Craig could thrive with a Scorpio, and I yeah. think that he could thrive with Bethany. He has the patience. I just wouldn't put your triple Sag husband with another Sag. I, I like, want him to, like, uh, have, like... You know, maybe I could see him making out with um, Sonia Morgan at a bar, mm-hmm, but I feel like mm-hmm. ultimately he would settle down with a Bethany Frankel. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you're, you're also a little Bethany. Uh, I don't think I'm that controlling. No, not that controlling, but, like, you got your shit together. You I, know? I'm, I'm relatively calm. Um, I wonder if any of those girls are Virgos. I would pe- have pegged Bethany as that, but... Damn. Um, maybe see, Luann, maybe the Countess, this is your Countess speaking. I looked this up and now it's giving me like all of them. Like, I don't care about Dorit or anyone else. I don't know else. who I, Dorit is. She's, she's in Beverly Hills. That's, what a name that is. <sighs> Little Dorit. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Karen Huger is a Taurus uh, from Potomac and I do like to hear that. Uh, Luann is a Taurus. Oh, that's wonderful. I see that. I see that. I absolutely would put on a cabrelesque. 
Anyways, honeys, we are here to talk about a different Ugh. countess. Unfortunately, yeah. not Countess Luann de Lesseps. Um, we're talking about Countess Erzabet Bautry. You are so good at that. I think I really whiffed it on the Bautry. I said Bautry. <laughs> but anyways, she was a Hungarian countess. I mean, I was, I, I, I'm going to be very clear, and I understand that this is like, you know, a very Western uh privileged thing i will be anglicizing her name moving forward as elizabeth elizabeth bathory oh okay yeah um, i thought airsbit was fun to say try it one more time airsbit airsbit yeah, yeah i like that it's kind of pretty okay so this film 2009 film we are very confused because it says it's a french german film but it was filmed in english i can't find proof i can't but i feel like our hunch is our hunch is that they actually filmed them in all of the languages mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because let me tell you, Julie Delpy wrote, directed, acted in, yeah. and composed the score of it, this film. It's the funniest thing to me. I mean, so clearly she's got uh, either the budget or the time or the control. Uh, who knows? I can't. I Who has the energy these days? Apparently Julie Delpy. I, this is 11 years ago, so she God, she's, she's a me. soft four, 50 now. So she was 39. Actually, 39, as the, the, her character was supposed to be uh, Okay, at the beginning of the film. Well, we love that. Interesting. Um, but before we start talking about this flick, which we have feelings about, uh-huh. um, let's sync up, bitch. Oh, my God. Um, let's. What have you been up to? Not a lot. Uh, not a lot. Um, so, uh, well, the... The funniest thing happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On the way to the forum. Yeah. Um, this bitch I can't stand ended up getting COVID oh. on Thursday. <laughs> oh, no. Is it someone I know? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he's, he's not like an attention hog. Uh, <laughs> I I feel wild and, you know, I don't know if our parents even listen to this anymore. Um, I don't think they do. I think, didn't mom say, y'all deserve your privacy? <laughs> What a gorgeous way to say I can't and will not keep up with the content that you make. And I find you bitches grating. <laughs> and if I could consume you like Saturn and so many babies, I would. Uh, she said I should have had Erica. Yeah, yeah. Lindsay invented a third sibling for us named Erica, who sucks. <laughs> she just, like, just She's just like a step off like in, in every sort of way. Uh, well, we'll have to, like, talk about Erica more. She was the invention of, uh, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Um. A fever dream, almost. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, that happened. I was, uh, in my friend's courtyard. Mm. Um. Oh, you were awake to see the blessed news. Girl, and I could not go to sleep that night. Mm, It's like Christmas. It was a great night to be on (laughs) Twitter.com. So I went to bed early that night. I was so mad. I texted you like I was in the Secret Service. POTUS has COVID. Or (laughs) POTUS positive for COVID-19. Like I'm Reuters. (laughs) I did think that was odd. Yeah, it was like all I could do. It was so... We went to bed. We knew as we went to bed that it was a possibility. But I don't know how I was able to sleep, but I fell asleep. And then the next morning, this is so out of character for Parker. Ordinarily, he has he keeps both the baby monitors on his side of the bed. So mm-hmm. when the girls wake up, he hears them and he usually like throws some clothes on, goes down the hall and gets them. Because bless him, he knows I need a few minutes of quiet before I get out of the bedroom. So it's like, usually he's out of the room with the girls at like 6.30 and then I go downstairs at like 6.45 or 7. At 6.30, he's like, he like rubs my arm. And I'm like, what? And he's like, hey, hey, he has it. 
Oh my god. And I, we got Annie. I was delighted. I'm I got on Twitter.com and girl, the jokes. Girl. I, and listen, you know, I don't wish disease on people, but like that one. He's not people. Right. Okay. He's not people. That's yeah, there you are. It's uh, um but it's delicious, honestly, to watch like uh all these people who just thought it couldn't happen to them. And like people that are not the, the writer's room snapped the writer's room snapped <laughs> astrologically to bring it on back apparently the people that are deep in this are like uh we are not surprised mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. just you girls just wait till halloween there's a girl i found on tiktok and i sent it to molly and brooke and she was like i have been saying for months now that in october there was going to be a reckoning with trump's health <laughs> it's in his it's in his natal chart like i and finances bloop what a year the last week has been. I, I, I My mind is blown. I retweeted something that was like, in the year 2067, what did you major in in school? Oh, you know, I majored in the uh, October 1st through 8th, 2020. Wow, that's pretty broad. Did you specialize in anything? I mean, yeah, truly. Truthfully. I remember as a teenager being like, oh, I've never lived through anything. And I want to go back and smack that little bitch. Yeah. Smack her around a little bit. So I, I, heard, there's, I heard someone say that there's like a... A phrase like "May you live in interesting times." It's like actually like a Jewish it's an curse. Insult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Interesting. I mean, good, good God Almighty. Wh- whatever the um, what's it called? Uh, the simulation is really out of control Popping right off. now. Yeah, somebody um, needs to come hit the reset button. Come on, it. on, girls, throw my ass in San Junipero. Ugh. Truly, just let me play video games. You know, honestly, I was listening to that playlist. Um, so I was telling Molly, I found this guy on Spotify who via Twitter. Um, who makes all these, like, very specific playlists, and then he also has some for every year from 1968 until the present. And I caught myself listening to the 2003 one earlier because that was my senior year of high school. And I was like, honestly... Or then there was that one that was 2008 to 2010 indie music, and I'm like, that would be my San Junipero playlist. Not that one, though. I could honestly never hear the temper trap again. Yeah, that one day in Cabo, they just played it on loop. (laughs) Uh, what a white girl thing to say. I will never listen to the temper trap again because one time I was in Cabo and they played Sweet Disposition over and over again. I also have to say, bar. I didn't love that song even before then, but then it was like, ooh boy, I shut really the did, hell up. I really did like it. And I really did like 500 Days of Summer. And oh, I, I did really too. did have bangs. It was just, so I bought I did, into that period. I had the bangs. Um, I loved 500 Days of Summer. My first apartment was famously decorated in almost all blue tones. Yes, of course. Because of that film. Yes, um, I loved that apartment. I did too. It was a really nice little bachelorette pad for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't need to hear that song ever again. No, I think I'm really good on that. But you know what? They did put my favorite Carla Bruni "Calcul and Madi" on it. Madi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what a hottie too. What Carla a, Bruni? Truly an unrelenting hottie. Yeah, like she won't let up. She won't. Um, you know, apart from like that cheese made that I do think blessed our nation, <laughs> perhaps. Um, Ooh, honey, the poll numbers. Look, don't listen to those. <laughs> don't we've listen to them. Everybody, get out and vote. Truly, don't, we've been burned. Uh, I've been reading "Death in Her Hands" by Otessa Moshfeg. Oh, was it good? So far, yes. I'm about, you've liked everything by Otessa you've read. Yeah, so far. you know, it's like I always the, the sometimes through it, I'm like the plot's really not giving it, and then like in the third act, I'm always like, bitch. Oh, she did that. You have to read Eileen. 
Oh, I do need to read Eileen. Eileen, I think, is um, definitely better than rest and relaxation for me. Oh, dude, I loved rest and relaxation. I, and I liked it. I liked it a lot, but Eileen was that girl. Okay, I'll, I will read it. And it's actually kind of a nice winter read. It's I will read that. It takes place in the winter in the 60s. Um, I have been watching the new season of Great British Bake Off. Mm, delicious. Uh, so relaxing. You know, so you so told me relaxing. about that and... Over the Garden Wall, and then there was <gasps> yes, something Over the Garden else, Wall was delightful. Something else Brooke was telling me to watch, or maybe it was y'all were both talking about Top Chef. You have to watch Top Chef. But I'm, I'm honestly, this is kind of like maybe my little secret. It's not like a secret shame. It's like a little thing, a little quirk that I've noticed in myself. So I, I got the book Red, White, and Royal Blue yes. because everyone talks about how great and fun, and it's just like a perfect pithy whatever. And I've got, but instead, I like keep reading other books first mm-hmm. I have like my library books or whatever and I'm like why am I not getting around to that one and I think I'm keeping it as like like in my store of things to read during election week yeah when, you know no I don't think that's any kind of baggage it sounds like you actually on like a really deep level know how to take care of yourself and plan I'm learning yeah I'm yeah. learning um I told Parker today because we were watching John Oliver and they were talking about like the I don't know how y'all watch any sort of punditry anymore oh he's he's great honestly but he was talking about the blue shift and how like it's like 53 percent of Republicans are more likely to vote in person and 53 percent of Democrats are more likely likely to vote by mail, so it's not like a huge number, but they were saying that like there is a possibility that things will shift throughout the week, and we all need to kind of settle into not knowing things necessarily on mm-hmm. election night. And so I told Parker earlier, like I do not plan on watching the news on election night. No. Either we need to be recording, or we need to be. It's a Tuesday night, right? It's a Tuesday night, or we need to be like at Torchies and then at Target and just like not watching the news because, or I need to read a book. But like I want to do. Not yeah. that. No, I'm, I don't want to sit in panic. I'm debating because I, I had a friend ask if we could drink wine together that night. Mm-hmm. And perhaps. Um, I just think there's a chance we won't know anything before we go to bed. You know? Well, if you listen to the astrologers, it's high. Yeah. That chance is high. Yeah. Or it'll be just contested in the courts or whatever. Yeah. But. Um, what a time to be alive, honestly. But. I just, I don't know why I keep thinking this, but I just feel like we're owed damages. Okay. Like, as a nation. Yeah. Like, we've been through it. Honestly, I need pain and suffering. I I need pain and suffering. (laughs) Uh, That, I mean, I'm just, I would like to rest. Mm -hmm. I would Mm -hmm. like to not age Mm -hmm. at the clip of... Barack Obama. Oh, I did not discuss this last week, though, on the topic of aging. Oh, can y'all hear that something is different about Lindsay's forehead? I'm forever young. Um, I got Botoxed. This is actually so on brand with the episode that we're about to talk about. Oh, holy shit, it is. So, instead of um, wiping my face down with the blood of virgins, I just had... Botulism um, put in it. Botulism <laughs> injected in 12 different places on my forehead. Oh, my God. It was very quick. It was, a, it was just 12 units, uh-huh. and it's $10 a unit, so I paid 120 Not I mean, that bad. Can't argue that. For, you know, three months' worth of my forehead being a little bit paralyzed. Um, you gotta love it. Yeah, I love it because I was very anxious about my forehead lines. But now I'm like, do I look like an alien? Is it making my eyebrows sink low? I feel like I look like I'm frustrated. No. When I'm not. No. Anyways, I'm getting used to my new face, but I'm very happy to have that shiny 
freaky Botox forehead that Tina Fey makes fun of. I love it. Swanson's dinner, babes. <laughs> Freeze it, bitch. Kids cuisine, babes. So, on the topic of vanity and aging, uh, the episode, or the, the film that we watched this week is about Airship Battery. Uh, yes. Who, uh... Gorgeous pronunciation. Famously did not want to age. And I had heard of her well, as like a, um... Well... I thought this was a, um... There's so little that is truly... Yeah. Verifiable. I this is like an old wives tale. Or a, or a Perhaps. tale, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess we could just say, like, any cool facts that I throw out about air spit battery mm-hmm. are... Just almost entirely unverifiable. Yeah. I mean, she did have literally hundreds of servants and mm-hmm. witnesses. So Who died? No, as, as as witnesses. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Um I mean, so like her title on when you look her up is serial killer. Yeah. She's often given the title of most prolific female serial killer with the more liberal estimates placing it at like over 600 people that she's Jeez Louise, the movie didn't even make it close to that. Yeah, the movie left out a lot of um, a lot of accusations about her that would really, really blow your mind. Such um, as? Well, let me pull up that list. See Demon if I still got it. Uh, here we go. And it was on the HistoryChannel.com, so you know it's true. Oh, well, you know, she's been named the most prof- prolific female murderer by Guinness World Records. Also, just a sterling reputation as a I, periodical. That was, like, my favorite. You used to get one every year for every Christmas. Every year I asked for it for this Christmas. This is such a cute thing about you. I, you know... <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> That's again, like, I feel like I had so many, like, truly humiliating idiosyncrasies as a kid that I shoved them to the side of my head. No, I think they're adorable. Do you want to like, a, a story that, like, sticks with me as, like, a true shame? <laughs> what? So, so my best friends growing up are pastor's daughters. And to be clear, they were the same amount of, like, goofy and, like, yes. blue humor as me as a kid. But my mom, when they would first come over to our house, was like, these are good kids. Be good. <laughs> and I was like, I'm good. We're all born good. <laughs> um, but one time I, she walked in on me as like seven. I had my stack of Guinness uh, <laughs> World Records books. And I remember there was the biggest boobies one. Oh, no. And, and I said, hey, Abby, do you want to see something inappropriate? <laughs> like she was a uh, I don't I'll just say it she was like one of the cock destroyers yeah yeah uh, and no had, like one of those like triangle like booby cover <laughs> no. those are so wild it was like literally carrying around melons and I remember being <laughs> as a kid being like gazungas jeez <laughs> I need to, to make some friends and share this knowledge <laughs> well Abby famously loves boobies. Abby is has been obsessed with boobs since she was like eight years old i think i am the origin story <laughs> do you want to see something inappropriate <laughs> i think about it all the time i was like and mom was like molly they are pastors they are pastors daughters and lol I was like i don't think you understand how mild a ride you're in for with me as your child <laughs> mild like it's not Mm-mm. i will not be any source of drama here no 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 um okay let me let me find this thing that i had found about uh Miss Erzbeth. Okay, so 
Apparently, some of her torture included jamming pins and needles under the fingernails of her servant girls, tying them down, smearing them with honey, and leaving them to be attacked by bees and ants. But see, that doesn't seem like that would be a helpful way to extract their blood. Right, but that wasn't her primary motivation. They were actually saying that perhaps this was a sexual thing for her. Oh, okay. Um... He okay. Let's see. She apparently abducted peasant girls to torture and kill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cut bits, uh, chunks of flesh from her victims. Uh, one girl was allegedly forced to cook and eat her own flesh. Ooh. Um, a lot of like booby mutilation. Mutilation. Well, they did show her mutil- mutilating her own boobies. Yeah, well, she was, like, slicing them for blood. Yeah. Um, Some insist she inspired Bram Stoker's Dracula, though there is no evidence to support this hypothesis. There's a lot more evidence to to support that being Vlad the Impaler. Mm, Yes, um, absolutely. Man, I should reread Dracula. Was it good? Uh, Yeah, if I recall. I remember liking Frankenstein a little bit more. The movie was wild. Don't see me. Don't see me. Uh, I will think about that line forever and ever. Um, anyway, yeah, there was, like, apparently a sexual motivation. Uh, some of the girls were, like, sent to, like, deadly ice baths. Um, you know, so Julie Delpy did a couple of interesting things with this, and I couldn't tell if she was trying, like, they show the Countess writing something at the end that's like, if I had been born a man and killed all these people, I would have been considered a great soldier. Okay, and I'm like, see, Julie, is this, this is, is this who we are? Is is this what we represent? That's that shit where it's like, we need more female CEOs. And it's like, we don't need any more CEOs. CEOs. <laughs> <laughs> On period. <laughs> like, we don't need her. Not even CEOs, rather. Just more billionaires that we don't right. really need any more exactly. um, Thanks. Or like, you know, people were making jokes about Kim Jong-un's sister taking over. It was like, yay, our first female fascist leader. We mm. did it, girlfriends. No. Like, you cannot... Feminism is not like if I were a man, I could get away with being an asshole. It's like no, no, just don't be an asshole. Right? Typically, like try not to be an asshole. Right? And like for me, I have kind of a broad definition of asshole, and that includes like not killing a bunch of people. Right? Wow! Wow! Um, Um, A thing that you should know is that Ethan Hawke was supposed to be in this movie. Oh no! As whom? Uh, I would assume probably the guy that did all the stuff for her. Oh, like her vampire boyfriend? Yeah. Because I'm like, I, he, he's the right age for that, I guess. Yeah, because he like couldn't be Daniel Brühl. He's Brule's too character. old to be Daniel Brühl and too young to be William Hurt. I guess Hurt. we should like run through this plot like a <laughs> Tomb Raider real quick. But uh, so this is, and apparently Julie Delpy, who did everything for this movie. Literally everything. Everything. Um, wanted it to be a little bit, um, ambiguous as to whether Ersbeth did everything that she claimed she did. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know that she achieved that end. I, no, I definitely bought that she did all of it. I definitely thought that as well, but mm-hmm. at the, I felt like at the very end, she tried to sort of slip in a red herring of like, well, you know, my debts will be cleared. Yeah. Like, totally. Okay. Yes. So, she is a, a widow. She is taking over this castle. She takes a young lover in Daniel Brühl. Yeah, so she she was born wealthy, married wealthy. Her husband died. They were, they didn't really love each other that much, but he was kind of a warrior. They had three children, whatever. He dies. She has all this money. So much yeah. so that, the, like, the king owes her money. Right. Um, yeah, so she has an affair with Daniel Brühl, who we found out tonight. Girls, he's he's not German. He's, he's Spanish. Spanish. Um, and he had... He speaks, like, six languages. He had a bar that closed, like, the month before Craig and I were in Barcelona. Extremely rude. Very sad. Very sad stuff. Uh, he is 
uh, not only a cutie, but also a patootie. Yes. Um, not we, a hottie. Yeah, we were discussing. Weird. Yeah, we were discussing. He's he's definitely firmly in cute territory, not somebody I would call, like, a, a hot a hot man. Yeah. If he, like, married your friend, to be like, oh, Right. Exactly. Yeah, he looks know? like the kind of man that would marry a friend of mine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm always happy to see him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so he's her young lover. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. His father, of course, played by William Hurt. Literally, why? They're like, we need an American for this one, girls. Yeah, I mean, if this is going to play you in Des Moines. Though, I, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm an American. I do like William Hurt. I do like William Hurt. And I got to tell you, I, I'm not a dialect coach. Um, he but did I well. Feel like he did a pretty good no, job. No, he did well. Yeah. The thing is about William Hurt is that famously, I'm ready to hear. He will give you a good performance. No, he turns it out. Even if he's in a bad movie, Mama. He's gonna be in a good. You know. He does what he does. What he, he, he shows up. Here, he hits his mark, and he, he says his lines, lines in the correct ac- accent. Yeah. Action. <laughs> Can you believe this? Can I believe this? Um. Yeah. So. When you... Oh, yeah. So, sorry. So, his plotter... Yeah. ...is like, I really don't want you to marry this woman. I think you can do better, frankly. And... In fact, you're, like, engaged to someone. Yeah. So, you should just marry this other chick. And so, she, like, goes back to her castle, very sad, loses the young lover. The father's blocking the letters and sending one letter that's like, I've moved on, bitch. Yeah. It was, like, a falsified letter from him. Round about this time, famously... Women lose their mind for 21-year-old men all the time. Oh, yeah. So, Elizabeth was supposed to be 39. He yes. was 21. Yeah. Okay. Which in we'll real, talk about that in, in a real minute. life, there's, what, like a, an eight, nine-year difference between the two of them? Eight years, yeah. yeah. Um, so, she's in the carriage, and this is where you see her little moment. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. looks at her hands and is like, oh, what? And, like, is freaking out about getting older. And so, later, she's in a mood. Yeah. She's going through the change of life. Yeah. And she smacks one of her servants around. Now, this is the one thing that I would say that we can say with confidence is that apparently Erzabit was pretty awful to, to her, her servants. servants. Yeah, that seems to be a through line. Um, and this also seems to be the uh, the agreed upon creation myth for mm. her monstrosity is that she was smacking around one of her servants' uh, blood came up i happened to cannot appear. imagine hitting any item so hard that that it bleeds yeah she hits this girl on the forehead with a hairbrush like I'm t- i couldn't slap a bag of wine that hard no yeah no and it's this girl with a hairbrush the blood splatters in her face and she just has like a full-blown la mer moment which okay oh, we'll talk about that tarot. too i thought they did an interesting thing with that yeah she looks in the mirror and her face go like swap it it's entirely all in the mirror. Yeah. Is so you just see Julie Delpy, and mm-hmm. when she asks everyone, "Do I look younger?" She looks like Julie Delpy, but when she looks at herself in the mirror, she will either have these like insane prosthetic bags under her eyes, mm-hmm. or look like she's been face tuned into oblivion. And you know, I thought that was an interesting. That was a good choice of like vanity, vanity, and also um, dysmorphia. Yes, absolutely. Aging does hit you a little different, you know, in your, in your thirties and girl, my bag of soup that showed up this year, bag of soup. Yeah. So my tummy went to shit. Oh, and you don't have a bag of soup. I do. It's not big. Yeah. And I don't feel, I mean, I've made, you don't feel a way about it. I've made peace with it, but it's just like, now I have this little ziplock of soup. What sits above my hips mm. where it used to be a little firmer muscle because I was doing my inverse yeah. crunches at the gym. Yeah. 
Um, and that's fine. We'll come back. I'm, but it's one of those things where, you know, you notice it maybe, but nobody else does. Exactly. And that's but, you know, very that. Blessed with a body that fluctuates in size. <laughs> As Rihanna says. Um, and it's all good. And I'm hot. But, uh, you know, it's all this to say. It's like a very personal sort of thing that you have. And it can drive you insane. Not to the point where I think I would go out and kill someone to get my old tummy back. Because it was average at best. But, you know, I, I, I guess I, I see the motivation. So, yeah, she, um, basically does all of the, like, she starts, like, this whole extracting blood to look younger regime in the hopes that she will get Istvan back. Istvan? I, I couldn't begin to tell you, girl. You know I struggle with this. And, um, and this, like, vampire dude shows up. And it's kind of like, hey, I want you to hit me. It's like a weird... Yeah, this like BDSM They have a BDSM, starts. but she's like not really into him at all. She's kind of like... I and think it's, it's like, like a utilitarian sort of a thing for her. Yes, because he's like, oh, sweet, dummy mommy, like, let me go out. <laughs> not dummy mommy. I, I don't know if that's a phrase. And uh, just like, get you some virgins for your skincare regime. Right. Any Anything for you, Salinas. We also didn't mention her little witch friend. Yeah. Okay. Marvuli or something. Is she a bicon? So, Marvulia, I think. Marvulia, no, but I'm Erzbeth. Right. So, Erzbeth. They show her kissing Marvulia at one point. And then at another point, she's trying to get her to do something. And she says, like, um, fine, you can stay in my room. Or you can stay in my bed or something. And sort of indicating, like, that she will sleep with her when it suits her. Um, so I don't know if Erzabet is like a bicon or just like uses people. Who knows? But it definitely could be that first or that using people sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. So um, anyway, she starts just really racking up the body count. Um, gets kind of messy with it. At some point, um, she's run out of all the local girls for them to um, get for her, and uh, they start end up getting a couple of girls that are actually like lower ranking nobility and that's where they started to goof up and this is where she oh, goofs up put them in like um she had nail coffin iron maiden iron maiden iron maiden iron maiden uh, <laughs> yeah do you remember do you remember that time that we went to the torture museum in mallorca yes i do end of story that was that um that was haunted i think about the pair a lot i do as well um so we went when we were in Mallorca in what 2008 2000 no 2007 yes um there were not yeah, not a ton of people in town that week and no. uh we went to the local torture museum for some reason and i truly did worry that we that it was a trap <laughs> i i also at a moment was like God, this is of course how my family goes out by I being a, stupid and macabre. I had a vivid imagination in my early twenties that I just at all turns somebody was about to try to kill us. Oh, I think that's fair. You would not believe the gravity and the seriousness with which I take my dreams now at twenty nine. <laughs> it would have been Zanker. Like I've said out loud, like, oh, if it's important, it'll come to me to my dreams. In a work one on one. Oh no. And like blessedly, my boss is like, Yeah, yeah probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> and um, God so, love her. Parker and I went when we were in Edinburgh in 20, what, 17? Is that right? 2017. Um, we went on this, like, haunted Edinburgh tour. This is a total digression. I'm so sorry, everyone. We're basically done talking about the movie. Um, and 
we went to this, it was like they were showing us the vaults, which were part of like the, this bridge in Edinburgh mm-hmm. that's made out of limestone, but the like, um, support parts of the bridge that are on land before you actually like go over the river are like storehouses that they were using to store grain. Mm. And so we, a friend of ours had done this tour and was like, it's really fun. You should do it. And so we go in and they like showed us all, they had like a little display of torture devices that were used, not there, but I guess at the Edinburgh castle. And they were like, here are some interesting, by the way, since we're doing haunted things, here's some interesting uh, torture devices. And I honestly just cannot hang with torture device. You know, Shit. here's the thing. I, um, knowing that people can do that to each other. I think that's what's scary. I can't remember the quote where it was like, oh gosh, it's going to drive me crazy. I'm going to sound like real dumb bitch hours right now, but like, <laughs> uh, that, that no man is a stranger sort of thing where it's like everyone is capable of yeah. the same behavior. It's not like a, let no man be alien or something like that. Like, I, you don't delude yourself into thinking that not given the right conditions and right. and lack of and the right conditioning, to, yeah, that you couldn't behave in a way that Hitler behaves. Totally, because it's just that's where you get tripped up. I absolutely that's that's kind of relates to my sometimes I'm a dumb bitch. Sometimes I'm a dumb, <laughs> but dumb it's ass. also like I could be an evil bitch in the right context. Whoops, ladies and gents, it uh, bumped out, but we're back. Um, so we were saying context, blah 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 blah. What? You could be evil in the right context. Yes, certainly. Certainly. Um, But the thing about torture is uh, I do be squeamish, Your Honor. (laughs) So, like, if I find myself in a position where I can, like, justify death, which I hope I never do, Mm. I think I would still really want to go quick and clean. I, yeah, it's the, I couldn't, I'm too squeamish to be helpful, as in being a nurse. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm too squeamish to actually torture a person. So yeah. there's that. Your Honor, I'm useless. Uh, <laughs> Functionally. It's not gonna... But, you know, to the same degree, I'm also maybe a little bit harmless. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Elizabeth <gasps> Erzbet has, has, like, an Iron Maiden thing made, basically. She says it's, like, to help kill local witches, which everyone's like, yep, checks out. You I'm gonna go ahead and give you the you, certificate for that. You could really get away with that shit at the time. I guess so. Um, so anyways, one of the lower nobility women that comes to her castle is a name she recognizes, which is that it's her Ishtvan's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out, estranged wife, I guess. It seems that they were divorced or something. He says we were married for four years. But um, anyways, she's like, oh, yeah, okay. I've heard of you, actually. He said that you gave yourself away so easily. Mm, Okay. Uh, So uh, um, word of her misdeeds gets to the king, who, by the way, Again, owes her just a massive amount of money. And looks a lot like John Daly, the comedian. He does. He's got a really small head, though. Maybe even smaller than John Daly's small head. head. Small head. But he, um, he's talking to this guy that's bringing him this news, and the guy's like, you know, by the way, if we find her guilty of witchcraft, we can seize her land, and then also she doesn't owe you, or you don't owe her any money anymore. So there's, like, she establishes, like, A false motive for the king finding her guilty. And the case is assigned... I guess nobility just got to do all kinds of shit these days. They were like, you're not doing anything other than hunting, so go ahead and, like, I don't know, investigate crimes. So they have um, uh, William Hurt, 
which is Ishtvan's father, is like, I guess, put in charge of it. And he sends his son out. And he's like, you should be able to get the information. You guys have a history. Like, I don't know, maybe sleep with her. I don't know. So Ishvan goes and sees her. They do end up sleeping together, I think. Yeah? Uh, Again, no, he, he, like, acts like, I'm so tired tonight, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, babe. Which is, like, kind of a classic thing to do when you suspect your lover might be a murderer. A murderer. And then he goes and finds that, yes, indeed, uh, she is a murderer and a sloppy one at that. And uh, so, um, so they put um, her and her maids and her, like, I guess, like, butler, some guy. There's, like, two girls and a guy that have been helping her. And the judge says, death by strangulation is what these shrews deserve. <laughs> I, Which is funny to you me. You really got to love that delivery. Yeah, you love it. Um Anyways, yeah, and then they decide to brick her up in her room, which I feel like I've heard so many stories like this. Well, Cask of Amontillado, famously. Well, yes, and then there was another one that was like, okay, this is so stupid. Do you remember that book that was in the guest room upstairs at Mom and Dad's house, and it was The Ghosts of Bedfordshire? Yes. Uh, There was one story like that, where, like, a girl at the local abbey, like, one of the nuns had gotten pregnant, and they bricked her up in her room. Which is almost certainly not true, but... Yeah. No, I don't know, though. I mean, again, people are really creative. <laughs> you girls are really talented. <laughs> you uh, girls are a really talented-ass group. But so are you. Um, yeah, so she's bricked up. In the film, she's like, uh, God, what did I do? Literally name <laughs> one thing I If did. I had been a boy, this would have been totally copacetic. a boy. And then she says she prays she's basically like praying for death because i guess she's like i can't kill myself i don't go to hell but everything else i did was like pretty chill but they also didn't they say she's a protestant am i making that up uh well okay this was holy roman empire and so she could have been would have been uh 1560s well no 1590s no i don't think so the holy roman empire 1590s was german that would have been pretty beholden to rome Anyway, I thought for some reason they said she was a Protestant. Real dumb bitch powers. <laughs> we could look it up. We could look it up. <laughs> We're not going to. We're not going to. Anyways, yeah, I remember being an adult before I realized that uh, anybody thought that suicide was a no-go to getting into heaven. I, that seems incredibly well, cruel. Like, life insurance companies are <laughs> True. operating the same. True. So it's so unfair. Anyways, she... Somehow, it looks like, it's like she bites into her wrist to kill herself That's somehow. That's pretty gnarls. I'm going to be honest. It's a little 127 hours from my taste. It's not ideal. No. But given her tools, what yeah, she had available. what she had available. I mean, it was like probably that or just like walk around with like an ass covered in shit for the rest of her shit. Truly. I mean, like that was the thing about the breaking up that I didn't understand was like, how does one get rid of the doo-doo? The, do- <laughs> the doo-doo. <laughs> right. They, ha- they like slid a little like Cuisinart under the... Under the disgusting. Under the you thing for her to like eat. How much as a kid, like period pieces would stress me out because I was like, where did they go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there was a little like shitter in her room or something. I don't know. How do they clean it up? Did well, they get like rid of those, clothes? One of those holes that just goes straight down. I don't know. Ugh. So gross. Um, but let's talk about the aesthetics of this film. Uh, the unimpeachable. Unimpeachable. Listen. Th- this was budget, babes. Julie, Julie Delpy said, let me tell you what I will scrimp on. Uh, the acting of younger actors. Mm-hmm. So, oh, we didn't get, in the backstory, they show that, like, she was pregnant as a teen. 
And then they never talk about it again. This will, this is not important. It will not come up again. It was so weird, but the, the girl that plays her as a teenager was exquisitely bad. Mother, I love him. Please do not punish him harshly. And then, you know, what you just did there was like about half of her line deliveries. Yeah, though. it was it. And then, but her mom slaps her and is like, how dare you have slept with this boy? I'm going to punish him. And she's like, no, mother, I love him. Please don't. But when she does that, that like Papa don't preach moment, yeah. she's like visibly pregnant. And I'm like, so did she not talk to her mother for the first five months oh, of she her did, pregnancy? Well, yeah, no, she. Because she married her husband at 15. So she would have been younger than 15 when she had this baby. Yes. So, uh, Per her Wikipedia, she did, in fact, have a quote-unquote illegitimate child prior to her marriage. Which seems like a no-go for any sort of noble marriage um, at the time. At the time. But, you know, I don't rightly know. Yeah. One thing I did read about this was that it was such a smash in France. That's funny to me. That they essentially wrote Miss Ting like a blank check. Like they said, do what you want to do. I love that for her, honestly. Like, let's let some female creators at it. Um, and Julie Delpy is famously certified hot, so... She, yes. Um, um, if you do go to the personal section, it will just say hot. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that's great, and we're happy for her. Yeah. Um, what was I... Oh, gosh, what was I oh about Erzabet. Erzabet. Um, yeah, I'm really not good at it, man. It's so pretty. It's such a fun name to say, Erzabet. Erzabet. Um, but anyways, yeah, I... I was surprised, I, like, the trailer, I was like, oh, God, this acting is a wretched. And and truly, there are a couple, any scene, um, probably before the 30-minute mark, is just wretchedly acted. But it gets a little better from there, I think. I had also had some wine. Yes. Yes. Okay, you know what? She was a Calvinist. Calvinist okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I could not believe that. I could um, not. Can you believe this? Can I believe this? Um, okay, th- some things that are, you know, perhaps led left out of the movie um was that she was introduced to satanism at a pretty young age interesting mm-hmm. um right um this i'm just girls it's real wikipedia hours <laughs> as another attempt to explain Bethlehem's cruelty later in life many sources say that she was trained by her family to be cruel that's not they should they sure showed that in the movie shout too. out to baron um stories include a young Bethlehem witnessing brutal punishments executed by her family's officers and being taught by family members involved with Satanism and witchcraft. Again, there is no hard evidence for these claims. So this is what's so tricky about it. At the age of 13, 13, 13, before her first marriage, Bethlehem allegedly gave birth to a child. The child, said to have been fathered by a peasant boy, was supposedly given away to a local woman that was trusted by the Bethlehem family. The woman was paid for her actions, and the child was taken to Wallachia. Um, evidence of this pregnancy. Well, Lockia is where Vlad the Impaler is from. Wow. It all comes wow. around, babes. Wow, wow, babes. Evidence of this pregnancy came up uh, long after Erzabet's death through rumors spread by peasants. Therefore, the validity of the rumors often disputed. It's almost certainly false, truly. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Is like, you know, we can't have uh, crazy amounts of information on people that really had didn't lead. Right. She was just a countess. Right. Um, Much like Luann. The only title I would trade countess for is wife. wife. (laughs) Um, I mean, there's not much to say on this, really. It's so tricky because it's like, I have heard tell of this woman for so long, thinking that, of course, is probably like very well documented. No, not really. She could have gone bigger with the blood, but I guess she was trying to build in some kind of... um, 
But then I don't know. Why would she have an Iron Maiden in her house to kill witches? Like, I don't feel like Julie Delpy was trying to give her some kind of, like, plausible deniability. I I think if she did, it was real last ditch. Yeah. Um, But sort of famously, the French moviegoers do not have the same taste for violence on screen that we do. Do you know what they also don't have the same taste for? Sofia Coppola's Marie Antoinette. Extremely rude. Of course not, because it's sympathetic to a person that has to be yeah. uh, not sympathetic for the lore of their land. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, that's fair. But it's just a pretty movie, bitch. Look. That's weird that Sofia Coppola would have shot, the, hit, missed the mark so bad. You know, though, she also... Uh, but she, she based it on Antonia Fraser, so... Mm. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about, what was that, that World War II movie she did? I rather liked it, but... Um, Sofia Coppola? Yes. It had Colin Farrell. I don't know that I saw you this. You know it. Hold on. The Beguiled. The Beguiled. We've never uh, talked about The no, Beguiled. No, it's not World War II. That's did Civil War. Did I say War. World War II? You did. The Civil War. I mixed up my favorite dad wars. I don't think um, we did ever talk about The Beguiled. And bitch, we should talk about The Beguiled. Do you feel like it's creepy enough to discuss? Uh, well, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily mean in creepy month, but... Anyway, all this to say, I think that she actually switched up from the source material, which I think was like a 60s movie mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, 70s mm-hmm. movie, where the women were supposed to be union in the first one, and then she made them confederacy in this one, if I recall It was correctly. a good movie, um, and yeah, it's a little spooky. Um, well, I do actually have a suggestion for next week. Okay, let's talk. What, what you want to do? Um, so what you want to do? It's going to be camp. I'm here for it. And I, it is not available to stream anywhere except for YouTube.com for free. Um, let me just double check that this is not like a boo-boo link <laughs> and that you I want to say the name of the flick. I could, but the suspense, the suspense anticipation anticipation. Uh, it would be Vincent Price's The Witchfinder General. Okay. Yes. I read about this last year. Why was it on? Is it in the, is it in folk horror? Uh, yeah, probably. Was it like, cause I think maybe it was in that, um, that, Alamo Draft House thing that came out with Midshamar that was like almost certainly okay. Um, so yes, it is in fact uh, available on YouTube if you search Witchfinder General, nineteen sixty eight historical horror movie starring Vincent Price. How old is it? I mean, like how long is it? Sorry, uh, girl, it's under ninety minutes. We love that. Okay, because you know sometimes these bitches be like three and a half hours. Yes, but this who was has a movie the time the right now? Sixties that would get in the way of my doom scrolling hours. Yes, of course. I will tell you, even just from like the uh, the movie titles. Mm-hmm. Now it's got that like really cheesy like green font that I love. Oh, we love that. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. Okay, I'm I'm into it. Let's do that. Okay. Okay, well, do you have anything else you want to say about the Countess? Uh, you know, like, great effort. Like, everyone had fun, it seems like. Um, and, you know, they, like, all left it out on the court, and, like, you, pl- you played the fundamentals of the game. Is this still recording? Did yeah, it, it is. It's okay, recording. great. I just couldn't tell if, like, the computer got sick of me. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, we, we, we went by the playbook. We did the process, and uh, I, think, I think it was a good game. It was a good effort. Yeah. You know, I, I, was, uh, I was surprised. Based on the trailer, I thought it was going to be absolute pure trash. It definitely was a little rough around some edges, but, mm-hmm. like, the look was definitely there. It was like dropping a pedophore on top of the trash, and you pick it up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Julie it, Delpy did not, she didn't uh, spare any money on costumes, set design. And that's what's important. The costumes, bitch. The, I have to say, also, the lighting, I mm-hmm. commented on repeatedly. She, whoever she hired to light the naked skin of her and Daniel Bruhl, I was like, ugh. Okay. Ooh. 
come on, Kiara Skiro. Not that. It was beautiful. Um, okay, so next week, Witch Finder General by Vincent Price. On YouTube.com. On YouTube.com. All right, y'all have a blessed week. Bye. Bye.